This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of It's Not All Rainbows. I'm your host, Lindsay Goodman, and if you don't know me, I'm a survivor of narcissistic abuse in a queer relationship, and I'm here to validate and support those who are or have been in my shoes and help spread awareness of what these kinds of relationships can look like. This week, I'm going to talk to you about love bombing, um, and we're going to kind of hash out whether you can tell if it's love bombing or if it's genuine affection and care at the start of a relationship. A lot of people are very confused about this, and a lot of people also, I will say, just based on the responses to some of my content, don't want to face the reality that love bombing is a manipulation tactic, and it's never a good thing, and a lot of people will make excuses for it and say, well, I do this, but I have that and all of that stuff. And at the end of the day, there's a very real difference in love bombing and genuine connection. So before we dive into that, I'm going to do my usual um, struggles and successes for the week. I guess struggles. Um, I had a couple bad dreams this week and, you know, that kind of sets me up for uh, feeling yucky throughout the day or at least the morning, like while I'm kind of like realizing that, you know, it wasn't real. It was just a dream kind of just resetting into reality, which I'm sure if, you know, a lot of you probably have PTSD and had or have, uh, nightmares, uh, about your abuser, about your abuse and things like that. And it is, it's a yucky feeling. Um, but I wouldn't say that's the worst struggle, uh, that I've had in the last year. Uh, success is that I have been returning to the town where, uh, as far as I know, my abuser lives. I don't know where they are. I don't have any information about them. It has been a very, very long time since I was informed that they were moving to this other town, like almost, almost a year. So I don't know where they are, but I, up until recently, um, like before I got back from my most recent trip, I didn't feel comfortable there. And I was kind of like looking around, like very selective about where I went, who I was with. And now I'm able to just like go there and walk around by myself and, see people and I'm not like my head's not on a swivel and I don't care if I see them, they can walk on by and mind their business. And it's not going to, I know that it won't set me off. So it's a really, really huge success for me to be able to go to that area. It's not something I do all the time just because, um, but I do have a lot of friends there. So it's nice to be able to go there and exist and not have to, not have to feel yucky. And I hope that all of you listening get to that point as well, because um, it's not really fair that a lot of times our abusers, quote unquote, um, if you're on the podcast, they take hobbies from us. They take places from us, you know, like a lot, like I almost decided that I hated this place where I live and it's a beautiful place. And I'm now taking Washington back. I'm taking back the town where we live, the surrounding areas, the mountains, the ocean, the activities, the islands, all of this stuff. Um, I'm taking it back. I'm reclaiming it. I'm enjoying it. And I almost did give up on this place. I almost did like, no, I have to move away. Obviously, if you know me, I would still choose to live in Spain over here if I could, but that's just not the reality because I do have a kiddo and he has a dad and his dad lives in Washington. So anyway, um, yeah, I hope that if you're listening that if you're still in the same area as your abuser, that at some point you get to, uh, that same 
success. All right, so love bombing. What is love bombing? It is a tactic that abusive people use to lure someone into a false expectation of a relationship. It lures someone into or convinces someone into thinking that this person is their soulmate. This is the person they've been looking for, that it's a perfect match, you know, um, or waiting for like, oh, this is why I was never happy in past relationships because like this person, like this is so good. This is what it was supposed to be. Um, I remember in the beginning, I said very often, I feel like I made you up, which I'm sure they were like, yeah, you did. You really did. I was listening to all the, you know, everything that, all of the questions that I asked you the first 24 hours we hung out, you literally created me. So good job. Um, but it's, it's not genuine. It's a lot of attention upfront, hot and heavy, quite often a lot of sex and the sex happens very quickly. Like probably the first time you hang out um milestones are being checked off very quickly you're signing leases you're moving in together you're adopting dogs or cats or whatever you're planning your wedding maybe they've bought you a ring and we're talking in like three months or less it happens very quickly you both talk about how you know this was meant to be this was fate this was impossible to stop i knew it from the moment that we xyz like this was gonna happen and they're feeding you a lot of those those terms and those thoughts, they're feeding it to you. And you're like, oh yeah, it was fate. I can't believe how that just all fell into place. When in reality, they, they had that planned out. They knew how they were going to spend the evening with you and what they were going to say and what they were going to do and what they were going to ask you. And the sob story that was going to come to gain your empathy. I don't think I've done an episode on the first night that I hung out with my abuser, but I should do like the description of what went down and what I thought was happening versus now that I'm out looking back and the understanding of like very clear tactics taking place throughout the night and the next day and all of that. Um, very different fantasy versus reality type thing, of course, like that I was unaware of at the time, but that is what it is. It's fate, right? Uh, I'm almost unbelievable that it's so beautiful and so perfect. And you're just in sync all the time. You want sex at the same time. You want to cuddle at the same time. You want to watch a movie. They want to watch a movie. You want to go do that activity. They want to go do that activity. They want to go do that activity. So do you like, because they're choosing something you want to do. Oh my gosh. Just straighten my hair, which I never do. And now it's bothering me. So, um, and yeah, and it's just this perfect harmony until it's not. And that's what happens with love bombing because it's not real. It's not sustainable. It's not something that they can continue to do for a long period of time. Some people have the ability to leave the mask on and do it for longer, especially if you're probably, if you're not together all the time. So it's like, okay, I'm going to see them. I'm going to put my mask on. Okay. Now I can like be myself. Okay. Now I'm with them again. It's a long distance relationship or you don't see each other as often or whatever, which probably not the ideal setup for an abusive person unless you are one of several people that they have because a lot of times they have to have that person in close proximity that they're like fully monitoring and controlling all the time but anyway genuine connection looks very different yes some people are very expressive some people are very giving some people are very you know yeah just like really like romantic and expressive and want to put it all out there and stuff like that but there will there will be boundaries there will be like you know i really want to see you again but um, I know we both have to work tomorrow. So, you know, let me know when, when you want to meet up again. And it's like a couple of days later versus why would you want to go home tonight? I thought we were on the same page. I thought you were going to hang out with me. I thought we were going to be together all the time. I thought we were going to glue our bodies to each other and never unglue until I get sick of you and discard you like very, very different 
approaches in terms of respect um the biggest thing to notice the difference is that with love bombing you have no independence or autonomy at all and with genuine connection you are still quote-unquote allowed to be your own person again it might be hot and heavy it might be that you do move quickly sexually or you're you're wanting to do all of these things quickly but there is still autonomy you each still go to your jobs you each still have friends you each still um care about things and take care of the things around you versus dropping everything to be like i'm in love i'm on a pedestal this is going to last forever this is amazing very very different um feelings so a lot of people ask, because um, a couple of weeks ago I was doing some content about love bombing and I was saying love bombing is abuse. And again, a lot of people were kicking back and they're like, well, no, because, you know, I'm neurodivergent and that's true, like with ADHD, which I do have, I am diagnosed with ADHD. Um, it's this new shiny thing that comes along. And like, for me, like I can understand that when someone new comes along, which I'm single, I've been single for a year and I really have no... I don't have great interest in pursuing anybody and I'm aware of that. So I don't do that, but I have felt that newness. And when I was in longer relationships, I have yearned for that newness and been bored. And that is very, very true of ADHD folks and other folks out there who have that same. And like, we all want that feeling. We all wish that that, you know, the honeymoon phase would last longer. It's totally normal to be like, Oh yeah, that, you know, that was really fun. This kind of boring, blah, blah, blah. But yes, there are people who do move quicker, get really excited, get like almost obsessed with that person. And then they, then they kind of like, okay, well it's worn off. Now we can slow down, like whatever, but there's no abuse involved. They weren't faking it. They weren't pretending they were just, you know, upfront. And so the important thing to ask yourself is like, if you are that person or you've been with that person, if you've been love bombed, if it was genuine connection and it was moving at like a, reasonable pace versus you know rocket speed or whatever is ask yourself really what was it like was this like okay i have adhd i was going hot and heavy now it's toning back but i still really care about this person i'm still going to buy them a gift here and there i'm still going to treat them really special here and there although it is going to slow down but i'm not going to all of a sudden start devaluing them and making fun of them and picking on them like nitpicking and telling them they you know well, I noticed you didn't do this, or why don't you do that? Or you should do this, or you should do that. Or why are you wearing this? Why are you wearing that? My ex would do this, like the comparing, all that stuff. You're not going to do that because you genuinely care about that person. So pay attention to, you know, as it progresses, after the initial phase of newness, does it taper off and like, okay, well, now we've been together for six months. Now we've been together for a year. Now we've been together. Now we're making this decision like a genuine yes i want to be with you i'm going to continue this with you i'm gonna work a little bit harder to keep it fun and exciting because the natural progression of a relationship is that it's not going to be the first couple of weeks forever right love bombing again there's it's so intense you can't think straight you're the purpose is to again lure you into this relationship once they have you trapped they drop the mask they show you who they really are but you're already addicted to the high that they were giving you and now you're constantly searching for that high again and also they don't want you to see the red flags so a genuine connection like they're not necessarily trying to hide red flags from you they're not necessarily lying to you they're probably not telling you everything up front because like we're, we really like 
want to get to know someone slowly over time versus like, here, I wrote you a novel about not a novel, but like, here's all the bullet points of everything I've ever been to. Here you go. Like the natural progression is that we continue getting, know, getting to know someone over time. With love bombing, you are missing those red flags because you are so high on the amazing, just you're enthralled with this person. All you're seeing is the good. And I could tell y'all a million red flags that I saw, but filed away as something else that I wrote off that I was like, oh, well, that's probably normal. Or, oh, I don't think they meant that when they said that or, oh, whatever. The red flags are there. You're just too distracted to see them. You're too, you're riding on that high. It's like, it's just the same as like, if you're on drugs, which I've never done any kind of like, whatever, but like you're on drugs, like you're not thinking straight, whatever. I know there's like different kinds of drugs and I don't know what they all do to you, but like you're in your, like, I don't know. I always see like in the movies, like this, the, like the girl, the, they give you like ecstasy. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say the, okay. They give you something at a party. Cause now I have to like, I don't want to take this to get taken down. They give you something at a party and you take it and you're walking around and you can't see. And you're like, mm, everything is different. Like you're not really fully aware of who's around you and what's going on and blah, blah, blah. It's the same concept with love, love bombing. You are so caught in this person, making them happy while they're making you happy doing all this. Like we're in our little bubble that you don't see the reality that they don't have a job, that they sleep on their friend's couch, that their relationship ended horribly. And their ex moved out so quickly that they were living in their car for a long time. Or like, they're not taking care of their kids. Like they're and they're like, they're telling you all of this information, but your brain is taking it and you're like, oh yeah, it was probably the other person. And you're just like, you're like misinterpreting all of it. And you're interpreting it the way that they want you to interpret it. So it's working well for them. But really, if you slow down, you'd be like, I'd kind of like to explore that a little bit more at some point. Cause that's, it's a red flag to me. Like that's a lot of, like, I've never had a volatile breakup where one of us was like, I'm going to go live in my car. And now one of us has to go live on a couch with our friend. And now one of us is doing this. And now I had 15 partners that I was trying it out with before you came along, but I lied to you and told you that I was single for two years whatever. Like there's just a lot there that again, you're overlooking. So trying to think if there's anything else I need to say to describe the difference between these two things, because I am going to talk again about I think I will do an episode about that first night and what I thought it was versus reality. Because a lot of times if you've been in this situation, you're in the same boat. When it was starting off, you fully believed it was one thing. And then once you're out or once you've been in it for a while and then you learn what a trauma bond is, what love bombing is and all that stuff, you're like, oh, it was like I was reading it in another language and thought I understood. And I really didn't. I really did not understand. You know, like when you're taking those tests in school and they're like, what was this story about? who had the yellow car, who drove it? Like, and you're like, oh, and you're answering it, but really you didn't understand shit, right? Um, so we'll do that. And I would definitely like to do some more about love bombing, because like I said, there still is a lot of confusion about what it is, how to tell the difference. And there's a lot of justification to it. Um, I think that there is a lot of, um, there are a lot of people who believe that it's real and it's to be desired. And that's the way that a relationship is supposed to start. That that passionate chemistry roller coaster, like people see on TV 
these volatile relationships where here's this couple that they fight and then they have really incredible makeup sex and then they don't talk for a while and then they get back together and it's really passionate. And we think that that is desirable and that's good. So it's easy for us to, to eat that up. It's easy for us to accept that that's the good thing. And then of course we're addicted to the highs and lows, the roller coaster and all that stuff. When in reality, y'all, it's not safe. It's not good. It's not desirable. At the end of the day, you're being abused probably in some way, or you're just unhappy because you never know, you know, where you're going to stand that day. If you're going to be getting along, if there's going to be an argument tonight for something, it's that like our bodies deserve to be calm. And I know that some of us who grew up in chaotic households, like calm is boring. It's scary, but we deserve to have a calm nervous system and not be up and like, do you know what that does to your body to have the hormones and the, um, like, oh, what am I thinking of? You know, your like cortisol and all of that stuff just through the roof for long periods of time because you're walking on eggshells and you don't know what's going on. Like we do not deserve to have to live like that. And love bombing is sort of the gateway to that life. And so if you can start a relationship with someone at a reasonable pace, keep your eyes peeled for those red flags, test them out by setting boundaries. You know, if they, if they accept your boundaries, that's a really good sign. You know, nothing is foolproof. Um, I, and again, I'm not out here to say that everyone is abusive and I'm also not out here to say that someone can't hide something for a very long time. It's unlikely, like in my experience, the mask was off within a couple of weeks and I was with that person for two and a half years. And yeah, that's embarrassing to say now, but like, you just never know. There's like, we can't necessarily walk around living in fear that everyone is horrible, but at the same time, we can learn what the signs look like, what love bombing is, you know, how to avoid it, how to just to protect ourselves. Because let me tell you this right now, the amount of people that I have in my DMs who you hauled, you hauled again. And this was, this was my topic last week. I talked about you hauling, AKA moving really, really fast. If you're not a lesbian, um, you know, right after another relationship, they find someone else on Tinder or something like that. And if this is you, I'm so sorry. And just so you know, I'm not talking about just you because this happens a lot. I get these messages a lot where someone rushes into a relationship. Again, they sign a lease, they move in together, they get a dog together. They're, they're introducing their kids very quickly. And within a couple of months, that person is in my DM saying, what do I do? I need help. I need out, which is horrible for me because I can't really help you. I can't come to your house and pack up your things. I can't come in and intervene with this abusive person or whatever. Um, but this happens a lot and I'm seeing it all the time. So please, I hope this is helpful. If you're, um, if you're dating, if you're single and you're thinking about dating, or if you're in a relationship and you can look back and recognize either say, okay, good. seems like it was genuine, even though it did move pretty quickly or, oh crap, I think I was love bombed. What does that mean for me? Um, and also feel free to DM me or email me and request me, um, to elaborate on something. I do know that I would like to do another episode or I would like to do an episode on trauma bonding, what it is, how you get into it, what it looks like trauma bonding versus love, um, all of that stuff. So I do have some, some fun topics in the pipeline who <laughs> are not fun. Um, but I will definitely be going into this a little bit more. There's just, like I said, a lot of confusion around this topic. So if you like this, uh, please 
rate, review, subscribe, whichever platform you're on. I really appreciate you all listening. I hope this is helpful. Share it with your friends if you think they need it. Um, I really do want to get this into the ears of the people who need it the most. And when you do that, it really does help. Um, one more thing before I go, actually two more things. I will be in Austin, Texas on October 15th with eight other, eight, seven other creators um, and educators um, around narcissistic abuse, emotional abuse, all of that. We will be doing a meet and greet, a live Q&A session and one-on-one -on -one, um, coaching sessions. So if you want to go, go to narcavengers.com, scroll down to the bottom, hit, click Texas and book your seat now because we do have a limited amount of people who can come to that. And also I'm hosting a trip to Greece next summer. I know that it's a long time away, but it gives you time to plan, to budget, to do all of that stuff. If you do want to join me, there is a limited amount of people who can join me on that trip. The first, the next nine people who book, because I do have one booking so far, will get an early bird discount. Um, and the goal of me hosting these trips, I would like to eventually be hosting like three or four a year, is to create a safe space for LGBTQ folks, for survivors, for people who might not otherwise travel in these kinds of situations. I want it to be completely safe. You don't have to be a part of either one of those groups. Um, but I do need you to be a safe person to be around. I need you to be understanding and empathetic and an ally. Um, you know, all of those things to, to help make sure we have that safe space. So if you're interested in doing that, the link is in my bio. I'm the Lindsay Goodman across all social media, um, TikTok and Instagram. I do have that link in there. You can click on it. It has all my information and you'll see, you know, come travel with me, Greece 2023 or something like that. So check that out if you're interested. You can't go share it with your friends. Let them know it's a great opportunity. I do also encourage solo travel. So if you're a couple, you are welcome. Um, but solo travel is just kind of for me, a really important way to really get to know yourself without that other person there with you that you're always with. Um, just try something new, try something without them. Um, I, I think that it will be really awesome for you. So thank you all so much. I will be back next week with more.